0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst for Knowledge podcast episode fifty six.
1: I'm James Evers. I'm Justin, and I'm Seth Tardiff. And today in the episode, we welcome back Dennis O'Rourke to the podcast.
2: Yes, we have our good friend Dennis back on the podcast. You may know him from such episodes as Twenty Three and Me Part Two. Mm-hmm. Today, as our resident science biopharmaceutical expert. We have Dennis on the podcast to explain the mRNA vaccine. Very
0: informative
1: today.
2: Very yes. scientific. COVID
1: vaccine, which is an mRNA type vaccine.
2: Yes. So we talk about what the mRNA vaccine is, how it was developed, how it compares to traditional vaccines, and how it is relevant to the current COVID-19 vaccine that is being released by multiple companies. It sounds like this is going to be a really science (laughs) nitty-gritty episode, but Dennis does a fantastic job of explaining how this works in simple ways such that James can understand. Exactly. (laughs) He broke it down very clearly for me. I had a lot of questions, but he
0: seemed like he answered them all pretty good.
2: Yeah. No, this was a really great episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy. 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 Enjoy.
0: Isn't coke denser than salt? Dennis, do you have any.
2: I don't know the
3: density of
0: coke. Are you a scientist?
2: (laughs) What is the density of cocaine? Jesus
0: (laughs) Christ, why are you you here? I thought you were talking about cocaine all day. (laughs) No. My protein powder's out so Justin could look at it, but. Yeah, this is like one of the weirdest
3: tables
2: i we've ever shit. had <laughs> t- on the podcast.
0: Taco Just Bell, to- some beers, <laughs>
3: some salt. Yeah, I had a meatball sub before leaving I was like, oh, I don't even want Taco Bell that what much, did, but I, I have get to get at? it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A fucking crunch wrap?
3: Yeah, I didn't know. Like I said, it wasn't a that good hungry. One. I mean, it's, I mean, it's yeah, good. Yeah, I figured it was a, it was a safe bet.
0: <gasps> it's gonna be great on the ride home, though. I know. Well, that's <laughs> uh, why I figured
3: I'd need uh, something yeah. later,
0: so. I wanted to talk about something real quick. Fucking, you guys were all about, like, eating, like, Taco Bell the next day. Uh, or, like, you know, like, cold Taco Bell?
1: Oh, it's the best.
0: I had a cold, soft taco. It wasn't too bad. It was the... December 31st, when I got like, or December 30th, when I got like the 12 pack. Oh, yeah. There was one that was sitting out and I had it like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I ate that. The only thing
1: that doesn't keep is the lettuce. The lettuce. Yeah, the lettuce fucks everything. It doesn't keep well the next day. Yeah. And
0: dude, hard shell tacos last like fucking five minutes before they're trash. Oh, yeah. You got to eat those things immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, I drove home from Taco Bell and Fitchburg, which is five minutes maybe. And I got home and they're like all broken apart. Just picked it up and the whole thing fell out. So some I was just thinking about this the other day.
2: And if you were to like, as COVID was starting, if you were able to figure out some kind of new take home system that you could sell to all these restaurants to make it taste like as close as, To possible, like you're in the restaurant and you just got your food fresh. Because getting takeout um, a lot of times, like what he's describing is happening to his tacos. Like if you get a sandwich or something and it's hot and then the bread loses its crispiness by the time that you drive home and all that stuff or even if you're getting it delivered, that kind of thing.
1: There's definitely certain food you can't order or get takeout because it won't survive the trip home or... It wouldn't make for any kind of good leftovers, but I mean, what could you do aside from like a heated oven bag that Domino's already perfected? Well,
2: it's not even just the heat though, but it's that condensation yeah, that happens.
3: It gets everything mm-hmm.
2: so if moist. Right, some kind of like desiccant packet. <laughs>
1: you know what i mean don't do not eat (laughs) that
0: that would be the really tricky part i feel like
3: everyone would just eat it they think it's salt and put it on their sandwich i ate one
0: of those fucking packets once not knowing i was i had a beef bag of beef Beef jerky in my car and i was just casually eating and then i looked in the bag there was nothing in the bag and i was like there's usually one of those packets in here no way and i was like fuck i'm like did i eat that and i was like I'm like I either ate that thing or they just didn't put one in.
3: I feel like you would have like beef jerky is pretty chewy. You would have had to chew
0: that packet pretty good. I don't pretty know. know. Although no, James
1: swallows. I, <laughs> don't, swallows, I don't really chew a lot. I just beef.
0: swallow it like a snake. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I got these two like back fangs behind my throat that just goes like that and just drags it down my throat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yep. Oh my god. <clears throat> let me just like beef jerky
3: guys would have, have to be throat- the worst thing to like swallow
1: <laughs> you guys don't have throat draggers
0: what's a throat dragger it's like these two little like extra teeth behind your tongue that just basically go like this and they drag food down your throat so you don't have to chew it
2: nope don't don't
0: cut those it's weird <laughs> fruit food draggers weird snakes got them really yeah that's what snakes have they have like these fangs that fucking like
1: and they drag mice down their throat, food oh, and shit. That's fucking weird. Gross. Yeah, weird. I used to have snakes. Oh god! So I'm surrounded by beer, chips and salsa, salt, a giant thing of salt, Taco Bell, cookies, Go- gluten
0: free cookies,
1: more beer.
0: Dirt. There's some soda there,
1: and our beautiful guest today, Dennis. Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Hello. Welcome back.
3: Thanks. Thanks for having me again, guys. We
2: actually have you in the flesh today, which is pretty cool. Yeah, first I don't time need to
0: do this uh, virtually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did Sorry. we do it virtually last time? Why? Because I
1: had it, I
3: had COVID. It was right at the beginning of Dang. like COVID back mm-hmm. in what I think it was like April or something. We did it maybe. It might have been
1: late March. Late, I think March. It was late March was it?
3: Yeah, because yeah. we went on a
2: tear right around that time, and we bagged a bunch of episodes just in
0: case. We so, did. One th- we did Questions with Q, right? Then, yeah, the
1: center cut one, center yep. cut one. Damn, we did, and <clears throat> we
2: did the two Finding Phillip episodes.
1: Oh, and sh- yep. we that were, was just before, wasn't it? That was just before because exactly. he came in we, for that. He
2: snuck in right before like the lockdowns happened. Yeah, yep. I remember you guys Damn. saying that. Yeah, and then like we were releasing episodes that we recorded in March in like
0: June. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense, then Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Damn. So, what do we got, Dennis? Good timing, right? Because we're still in a pandemic. Still. And we have a vaccine, right? And he knows all about it.
3: I know some stuff about it, He knows more than I know (laughs) about it.
1: And Justin and Seth. I mean, when you told us last New Year's Eve in our drunken haze, you spoke with such fiery conviction. It was was a beautiful sight. I saw the flames in your eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, working in... And, and like kind of industry Pick James was definitely stuff, picking man. at you
0: I wasn't picking I was just t- letting him know about other people's ideas and conspiracy theories behind yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> big shout lot.
0: out to my boy uh, at Lex and DPW John who is a full believer of um, the conspiracy theory that it sanitizes everybody and it's a it's definitely, you know, sanitizes males and females. Sanitize? Sterilize Oh, yeah, yeah, sterilize. <laughs> <laughs> not sanitize. It I sterilizes. Like, all right. That's. I don't, I don't have a problem with he sanitization. He thinks he's not getting the vaccine. He thinks it sterilizes everybody.
3: Oh, I, I don't know about any of that, but. Like I just got a new 5G phone, and recently, and since they've started vax- vaccinating people, I've got much better service everywhere.
1: So. Oh damn! Uh, damn. It's like 5G nanobots in my body, God all over the place. damn yeah, it. No.
2: Okay, so while we're talking about conspiracy theories right now, I saw a great one uh, yesterday, or I saw it a couple days ago, and then I saw the explanation for it yesterday. So there was this schematic going around that was of the supposed microchip that is held within the COVID vaccine. And what it was actually a schematic to was a distortion pedal for a guitar. That's awesome. (laughs) And it even had like notes about the bass and the treble and all that on the thing. (laughs) And it supposedly started circulating in Italy or something like that. And then I saw it popping up on people's social medias, like that this schematic, and then that it was actually for the you know this distortion pedal. And then I saw an article yesterday about how it supposedly originated from you know this conspiracy theory guy in Italy or something. Course, and then yeah. obviously musicians not- noticed that it was the schematic for this distortion pedal. <laughs>
1: Do you remember what type? That's great. What pedal?
2: Uh, I. Th- Think it was the um so the, the boss. boss
1: metal masters. I, I, I think it was the boss <laughs> metal
2: zone. I want. I, I, I could look it up real quick.
3: There's just so many conspiracy theories I feel I floating saw, around these days. Like I saw a funny everything going on.
0: I saw a funny. um You know, how, like the they have funny like Wi-Fi names people put on. Yeah, there's one online that was a uh, 5G 5G COVID test tower. <laughs> And they put it as their Wi-Fi name to scare the shit out of their neighbors. Like, what the fuck? There's a 5G COVID test tower? What's that? What do you think it is?
2: Yeah, so it was the Boss Metal Zone. Nice. Uh, yeah, HM2 COVID-19 vaccine 5G chip. <laughs> God
0: damn it. Oh, that's so funny. There was, um, I don't know if we talked about this before, but there was like either a Facebook group or an Instagram group or a Reddit group that was like like super right-wing, like it was a super right-wing group and people could post like memes and they could post anything to it or like, and originally it only had like maybe a couple hundred people subscribed to it. But then when people caught on because it was so ridiculous with like conspiracy theory, like memes and like a bunch of shit, other people started subscribing to it as like an entertainment, like meme draw. And then they blew up and they have like 5 million followers now. And it's just like a right wing, super right wing, like Facebook group. And they just, people just only signed up to it to like see all the ridiculous shit that they say.
2: Oh, oh as entertainment. <laughs> as not, entertainment. As actually like agreeing with them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: And I think there's one for the left wing too. They have the group and people just like, oh my God, this shit's so fucking cool. Of
2: course, yeah.
0: <sighs> Man. I'm just sad that Flat Earth isn't, like, more popular now. COVID, know, COVID like, stuff is just, like, overtaking all the Flat Earth stuff.
2: I feel like those guys try and tie it all together,
0: though.
1: Yeah. Now, Dennis. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. I, I, we were talking. I was talking with Seth on a ride up here, and I was like, damn. I, I don't even know what you do for work. I know you work in, like... We talked about it last biology. Time. La- Did we talk about that last time? I think
0: so. He does something with like butt cancer, <laughs> like
1: butt, butt cancer lab and Another. RNA and
3: biology lab. So I work at a biopharmaceutical company. They mostly make uh, cancer therapies, but I work in the like biomarker division. So That's trying to, right. trying to decide which patients are going to respond to our treatments basically. Gotcha. Um, and specifically we look at like gene, uh whether certain genes are upregulated up regulated or downregulated in a patient that might respond versus not and looking for patterns so you could like test up front which patients are gonna react um positively or negatively to your drug. Yeah. That way you don't need to screen as many people in your clinical trials. Um people get the treatment that they need faster, um more affordable in the long run. So that's sick. The
0: elevator pitch
3: of it, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's did, good. Did you guys do anything with COVID when they came out? Was it like all hands on deck? We're going to change everything and just start doing this.
3: No, um, our company we're a little bit smaller mm-hmm. in okay. uh, like pharmaceutical field, so we're not like one of the huge players. We're not Pfizer. Um, it's not Moderna. Um, they're, not that Moderna is that big, but um, we're not that big to like be able to change our route right away. Mm-hmm. We do have some molecules that. Are in clinical trials for treatment of COVID, but we didn't do anything with a vaccine. Gotcha. So for people who do get COVID, who um, you know have moderate to severe uh, symptoms, there a lot of companies are repurposing some of their cancer drugs because they have similar um, like mechanisms of action that could help with COVID. So mm. um, I, me personally, I didn't do anything with it, but there are. Um, parts of our company that um, started these clinical trials for COVID patients um, with some of our, our drugs. So kind of thing. they have been involved, but not, nothing with the vaccine. We just gotcha. weren't set up from a company
0: standpoint to do that really. Do you know what to do when we were like on the hunt, not we, but the governments were all on the hunt to get a vaccine, were they giving out money for research to figure it out or was it kind of like someone just go figure it out and like just companies decided to like do it.
3: Um, well there was like operation warp speed or whatever that they put in. I honestly <laughs> don't know too much about that cause yeah. I've just kind of stayed away from the politics side of it. Yeah, I know was like Pfizer politics. decided not to take any money from the government. Um, they did everything themselves and now obviously like the government came to Pfizer and said, we're, we're going to pay you for some like a hundred million doses of the vaccine um so ultimately they get money from them uh, the government from tax dollars whatever so um but i do think like moderna was involved with operation warp speed i might be wrong i'm not sure but yeah so i think the government did help uh some of these companies um with some of the funding and everything Cause obviously it was necessary and it's a brand new thing. So brand new virus. So, you know, starting from the ground up usually takes quite a while.
1: (laughs) And so for them to roll this out, I mean, in just, just under a year, um, comparatively to a, a typical vaccine. I mean, what are we talking?
3: Yeah. Like to start from a novel, uh, virus or something, it's pretty fast. Right. Um, I don't know what it would normally take otherwise. Um, you know, the flu vaccine now every year is tweaked to different strains, what they think is going to be the major strain that's going around each year. Um, is that how it works? Like they just,
0: like they'll have, is it usually just one flu vaccine or do they have a couple? I think there's usually a couple. I'm not positive. And they kind of just guess like, Mm, I think it's going to be kind of shitty, like an educated, strain. Yeah, an, an educated edu- guess, yeah, yeah. I guess. It's not but like, God, let's flip yeah. a
2: coin. But it's still helping you against the flu, even if they don't pick the right one, right? Because there's some ch- some shared genetics or however it works between.
3: Yeah, there should be some carryover, but um, like there's certain strains of the flu that they know that just react better or worse to like your your immune system can get rid of quicker or easier and some that are more virulent that'll pass to person to person faster i think that's one strain like h3n7 maybe don't quote me on that but like <laughs> that one's like one of the worst it's hard to design the vaccine to that one they try to but it's not quite as effective as some of these other strains that um that go around and stuff but yeah so every year they whoever the Top scientists, whatever you want to call them, get uh, figured, you know, look and design. It's usually to like the top three or top four flu strains. And so that's why each, like they recommend, right, you get the flu shot each year because it's going to be different. It's also kind of acts as a booster from your other one, mm-hmm. uh, like if you did get one the year before. Um, and then it helps, or e- each year, yeah, they try to predict which strains are going to be most likely to go around
0: if i never got the flu shot and i get the flu am i like completely fucked and like it, is it better for someone to get like the flu shot every year for like 10 years versus me just getting it the last year like i did they have more flu immunities than me oh man i'm gonna die i mean it's gonna be, it's gonna ever <laughs> got the flu shot
3: no no i'm it <laughs> it it would have a lot to do with just like your own body how your own body like you're a healthy middle-aged man so what else am i
0: (laughs) (laughs) what else am i dennis
3: um you're you're a healthy middle-aged man (laughs) sexy (laughs) uh, bronze stallion perhaps yeah um maybe maybe after january we can give you some more adjectives but (laughs) that's right Uh, so you you know, you're going to get sick, but you're probably going to be fine afterwards. You're going to need to get, you know, drink lots of fluids and all that, that they tell you to do if you get the flu. Um, whereas if you're, you know, a 70 year old person with not a great immune system anymore, it's going to be harder for you to fight it. That's, that's a major thing too, with any of the viruses is each person's, uh, different, you know, how your body's going to react to it. Um,
2: yeah, your your physical health, your genetics, your age—like, there's so many factors that contribute to how that specific thing is going to affect you, right?
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, and if your immune system is exposed to it before, it's gonna it is gonna help. Um, but all I can say is they recommend to get the flu shot every year. So I don't think it matters if you get it for ten years straight, or it might not matter as much if you get it for ten years straight and then skip a year and then get the flu versus if you've never got it and then get the flu
1: Mm. it's it's the flu yeah okay so i think that's my opinion this might be a long shot question but are are epidemiologists monitoring these viruses like like the the typical flu virus and they're just estimating which ones are going to kind of overtake or is it more, are they? is it a prediction of the mutation of the current virus, the current <laughs> flu virus? <laughs> well, there's based off of whatever circumstances that I don't fucking know.
3: Um, I think they're kind of monitoring the strains um, and how prevalent they are, you know, throughout the year. We think of flu season, right, is mostly like December to March maybe. Yeah. But the flu is around all year long. People get the flu all year so they can see, oh this strain seems to be picking up speed in september or whatever i mean they need to know ahead of that time when which strains they want to put in the vaccine but um they're uh, the i'm sure the cdc or the who are
1: who who Mm.
3: the The world
2: health organization yeah they're monitoring
3: throughout what what these strains are as best as they can, because I, they,
1: I would imagine that gets more reported basically from any kind of like hospitalizations across. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, that would be hard to track within any kind of population.
3: Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how they must track it, but they must. I know, like, now for coronavirus, one of the things they're trying to do or not doing as much as people think they should is um, like sequencing the genome of the virus from a bunch of people who are infected. So I read something that the U S only does it on like 0.1% of those people who are infected. Um, whereas That's other so countries, small. yeah. What and the so the idea behind that, right. Is you could, if you were sequencing it from a bunch of people, you could then say people with this strain of coronavirus tend to have worse symptoms. These are, you know, there might be that kind of correlation that you could find. Um, and then you can obviously it would help down the line with more vaccines. You could be specific to certain strains if you wanted to and stuff like that. But there, I think at first it wasn't really a priority. And now they're playing catch up a little bit there.
0: The conspiracy mind of me would think that they already did that to make the virus.
3: Well, yeah. So they know the <laughs> genomic sequence of the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is in, in each patient to right. see, because there's already over like a thousand known strains of the coronavirus. Oh, and shit, by, by really? strain, I mean just different genetic sequence. So okay. one, like two of those might differ from one change of a yeah. one nucleotide. But that's kind of how so it mutates anyway. DNA, right? Yeah.
2: And are you talking very specifically. COVID-19 or just coronavirus in general? Uh,
3: COVID-19. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So within what we think of as COVID-19 now, um, yeah, they've reported something like over a thousand strains. Okay. Um, And again, strains could just be the difference of one dna base pair that's different. I think it can be considered, or how I'm talking right now, could be a different strain.
0: Maybe there's some other... Did you hear? But, did you hear about the v- the new variant of COVID that's like in Colorado and it started in the UK and now it's spreading everywhere?
3: Yeah. So that one I think was yeah, identified in the UK like in December. Um, oh damn! Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly they think it's. Um, oh wait, it's
0: already January. <laughs> like only a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Right. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Fucking time, man. Yeah. yeah.
3: So that um, that strain, from what I know, they think is more virulent than the most common strain that they have seen. So it is transmitted. It's more contagious. Yeah, more contagious, um, but isn't any more deadly. That's good. Um, But if you're going to transmit it to, rather than you transmitting it to one other person, you transmit it to two other people, they transmit it to two other people. It quickly, exponentially goes up. Um, Now you have the
2: possibility or the probability that more people who could be higher risk are getting infected
0: right yeah it, yeah so it especially before they issue. are but, able to get a vaccine or something
3: well so they think the vaccine we have will that the vaccine we have will produce antibodies that will also fight that strain that's good so um from what i've read from what they know so far i mean so it's, it's been less than a month i think since they really identified this like new strain it um it should be targeted by the vaccine, the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine should get it as well. So, um, right now it's covered. So the vaccine we have, I think will be pretty good for,
0: have you heard of the way you get the, get Corona depending on how you contract it or whatever is depends on what like okay so say that you like coughed on all these chips right and all your corona is all over these chips and i eat those chips that's different then you like coughing in my mouth, and me sucking up your mouth breath into my lungs. Or if you're kissing Justin on the lips. if I'm kissing Justin on the lips and I breathe his breath. I'll get it Corona in my lungs. But if I like ate his spit, I swallowed his spit. Yeah. Then now Corona is in my use stomach. More, we use more tongue than lip. Yeah. <laughs> now it's in my stomach. I have Corona in my stomach instead of my lungs. Do I have like bloody diarrhea and it's like terrible shits?
3: I don't think it's gonna affect like the symptoms you have at all. I think it's there's a better chance of you being infected one way versus the other. If you ingest it and it goes like down your you would swallow it into your stomach, right? There's it kind of goes into parts of your immune it, uh, yeah. This kind of segues into parts of the immune system, right? Yeah. The first line of defense is called like the innate immune system. Okay. Which is just like coughing sneezing like if it's dusty right you sneeze to get those out that's your body reacting to those foreign dust particles to get them out of your system um also part of that's like your stomach acid it's breaking down stuff so there's possibility your are innate in innate innate i can't say that word um immune <laughs> system would take care of it more if it's in your stomach right like kill it before yeah or it would have failed. whereas your lungs would be more susceptible okay, okay. um it would probably get absorbed potentially this is
0: so would not be guessing. like a different type of corona symptom right i wouldn't be like oh, I, I
3: wouldn't think so like, no I, think, I have
0: the flu i have the stomach flu yeah
3: i think if you were to ingest it that way there would be less of a chance of because you- it's
2: an acidic environment that's inside your stomach and it's more likely that it can't survive in that kind of environment than if it's in your lungs yeah which has a more um um, the
1: direct more direct line to your bloodstream
3: right? yeah <clears throat>
2: I,
1: I would
3: think so but also like the whole point of your digestive tract, right is to get things into your body i don't know like so that might also help Does it get it what
2: if but I injected it depends it? on what it's resistant what kind of environment that it can grow in. right, right?
0: if i injected the strain into my bloodstream that would probably be the worst way to get, I mean, like the most <laughs> direct going- way to get in to, to <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. But it's not going to affect you differently. What, what what he's, what he's trying to say is that no matter how you get it, you got it. And that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to morph and like affect you in different ways. It's like shut down
0: organs. Like if you no. did
2: a, a COVID enema, it's not going to give you bloody diarrhea. Freebase some Corona,
1: smoke with a spoon. Yeah,
3: no, it's going to, I mean, if you get it, symptoms probably are the same.
1: Okay. Uh, before we kind of dive into the mechanism of the vaccine, I was curious if um, I've I've heard through just word of mouth and whatever of the potential for is there any like information about your your blood type and how that impacts? Yeah, I heard your, about that too. Your risk of developing or like if you got A, you're good. Does that increase susceptibility to coronavirus at all?
3: um i really don't know okay. i uh, it's funny you brought that up because i was with uh cuts and jamie last night and jamie said they said something about like hearing that type o you're more likely to be asymptomatic than others i that's the first really i've heard of that so i don't know but yeah i heard when you, if you're, if you're
0: type a you get it real bad
2: i remember hearing in the early days that there was something about blood type but i f- and again, you know,
0: I heard too that about the you eat it and then you have crazy diarrhea. Corona, <laughs>
2: did you really? Hear yeah, was that that's why I Right asked. wing meme, oh, just yeah, <laughs> right. Someone was
0: like, "Oh, I'd rather I'd rather be shitting blood and having diarrhea for like a week than having like being on a ventilator." I'm like, oh, yeah, man. me too. There's just oh, yeah. so much, I already shit blood, so it's not a big deal.
2: There's so much bad information out there that uh, things get muddled quickly, right? Like I remember hearing about the blood type thing in the early days but was that just correlation or what's the what's what's the deal here you know yeah. were, were they just looking at the sample size and being was there a doctor that had like a handful of patients and they just kind of saw oh they had this blood type and they had bad reactions yeah but it, then again it's this small sample size yeah
3: yeah on that stuff i don't really know if i like they could
0: figure it out right like pretty quick
2: I don't know, man. I feel like there's going to be a lot of things that we learn about how this all worked years down the line. Like really, like right now there's just so many people that like, like to put their two cents in and say, I heard this thing and I heard this thing when nobody really know. like you don't, we don't have the data. We still don't have the data yeah. a year and later.
3: I think if everyone bought in on, there is no conspiracy around this, there's like, every impossible the the virus exists it does this all the deaths are that are reported are caused by if everyone like bought in and you were they were up for contact tracing like then we would get a lot more info right whether them just doing that is is right or wrong but like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know then you'd be able to more closely see how it's transmitted you'd be able to follow like oh was there a reason why this person spread it to those two people, even though they were in contact with these eight other people as well? Like were they close like if, if if you could gather all that info, it'd be so much info that it would be it would be really hard to process it all, but you could a, learn a lot from you, it. You you would learn a ton, yeah. yeah. So
0: Yeah. So I was saying before, like if they made the virus and they're like, all right, we're gonna have everybody with this type of gene Die from Corona, and all these people are going to be asymptomatic. Imagine, imagine, like everybody with blonde hair just dies. Everybody with blue eyes lives.
1: I mean, (laughs) 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 sure, but like there would be way more deaths, and I don't don't think you could ever that. Deep. That's like too we, many. We understand the human genome, but I don't think you could ever go as far as like anyone with make, a salary I don't know, under twenty thousand. Can you dead. can you make a biological weapon that can target specifically a certain genetic sequence and and, and then off just, like just that them. type of that type of person?
3: Um, and I know
1: you're not an, an expert. Like fucking, this, yeah, we can like, baby bio weapons or anything, <laughs> but
3: probably I don't think so it'd be hard.
0: could they make some sort of like
3: stars seems, that or seems flu very sci-fi to me right. so i don't think right now i guess like there might be one some way of doing it that we don't know yet if I, you extrapolate I would
2: think, down the years you, with ai and all that stuff maybe sure right, like
3: because you would you wouldn't be able to kill someone like by targeting a gene sequence like if you blonde hair you wanted to kill everyone with blonde hair yeah like whatever that gene is you would need to have a mechanism to go in and one detect if that person has the the gene and then if the answer was yes then it would need to release the toxin or whatever or actify activate the drug or whatever then to kill that person which i think would be and then also very very difficult if not impossible <laughs>
2: wouldn't you have to detect if that gene is
3: expressed yeah as well yeah so that because you,
2: just because you have the gene for yeah, you could have hair a recessive gene that you actually have right hair, yeah right? then you That's
3: get true. into recessive versus dominant yeah and whether damn you know a whole bunch of other stuff because it's not just as simple as that either in a
0: lot of these or like a genes. blood type yeah so. or like if you only make like twenty three thousand or less a year (laughs) killing all the poor people man it's fucked up what's wrong with our government it sounds like a
3: plot of some sci-fi movie (laughs) set in like 2300 or something maybe
2: yeah james why don't you write the script we can pitch it to uh i
0: already got it written boys (laughs) (laughs) boom it's called it's called poor eradication
2: I think the That's title a terrible needs some title.
0: work. I think it needs some work. <laughs> Peradication. Oh, oh, my God. Can Ryan Gosling Seven. be
3: it? He's the first guy who dies. Yeah, he's got <laughs> yeah, blonde patient zero. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Patient zero. It worked. Ryan Gosling's dead on the floor. <laughs> um, I had some other questions about COVID. I wish I could remember it, though, because that distracted me. That awesome movie idea yeah, i don't
1: know i don't know do you want to get into like the how the vaccine works
0: yeah i can talk this
1: was kind of like yeah this is the interesting thing that you're talking about
3: yeah so the moderna and pfizer vaccines are both very similar so they're both uh, called mrna vaccines which is messenger rna and so what messenger rna is it's basically the script that your body uses to um, make proteins. So you have DNA that's transcribed into RNA, and then the messenger RNA is translated into your protein. So every protein that your body produces is because of messenger RNA um, that's being produced in your body as well. So with the vaccine that it's, Different from like the flu vaccine. Traditional vaccines are weakened or dead um, virus that they inject. But in this one, in the COVID vaccine, it's mRNA. So they inject you with mRNA. Your body then will take that mRNA up into the cells, produce the protein that's encoded by that mRNA. In this case, it produces the s or spike protein of the of the virus, and so that's if you if you like envision the classic model that they always show of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, um, it has all those spikes on the outside, right? Yeah. That's the S spike protein. Um, so your body then produces this protein. Your body's immune system then says, "Hey, this isn't a natural uh, protein." we're used to seeing it shouldn't be here it then goes and attacks it hmm. it produces antibodies that will help to to break down that protein and get rid of it
2: okay okay and so
3: your body has like memory cells in the immune system and it will then remember this S spike protein and so next time it is next time your body sees it it knows how to fight it and it can get rid of it much quicker So then if you get the vaccine, excuse me, and then are exposed to COVID-19, your body says, hey, we recognize this S-spike protein, we know how to break it down, no big deal, gets rid of it. In that way, it it is a lot more efficient or it's a lot better than the, the flu vaccines because Well, for a number of reasons, but that's one of them, you know, it also with the flu vaccine, since you're injecting like a weak virus into you, yeah, you can potentially get sick from it with the, um, coronavirus vaccine. It's just a piece of MRNA. You're not going to get, you can't get coronavirus from the vaccine itself because it just tells your body produce this protein, And then we're going to now make antibodies to that protein, which will break it down or help the immune system to target it, break it down and get, get rid of it. So
2: in theory, that sounds a lot cooler than the traditional vaccines, right? Like it sounds like if they can, if they can perfect this technology and like going forward, that's what vaccines are. Is this a new
0: technology is a new idea of, so it's the first
3: they're the first MRNA vaccines that got approved But this idea of using mRNA um, to, you know, basically trigger the body to produce different proteins for whatever reason kind of originated in, I believe it was 1990, um, by these uh, Two, there's two scientists. um, One was a Hungarian scientist, but working in the U.S. I have her name, but, um, and I think the other guy was last name was Weissman or something like that um so they like i think are the ones who kind of patented this technology but at first um for a long time they couldn't figure out how to get mrna into a human without having a huge immune response because your body still recognizes like if you were just to put any old rna sequence in your body your body's going to have a reaction to it they they it took them like 15 years or something until like 2005 to figure out how to get it in to the body without having a big immune response <clears throat> so it's pretty impressive yeah and then it, it it yeah it took a while there obviously it was like 15 years um with not many advances and then in 2005 when they finally did that uh when they finally figured that out they then other people they published their results um i'm assuming patented it and other people started kind of jumping on the idea so one of the first ideas was um to use it basically to reprogram human or, or adult cells into stem cells which then they could use for like any research purpose and stuff because obviously we've probably all heard all the ethical um
0: cracking baby spine sucking out yeah. their spine juice
3: when whenever you want to do stem yeah. cell research you know it's a big like you you can't just go and get stem cells very easily do so. you see
0: south park when um what's his face the super superman uh the original superman he had he was in a wheelchair mm-hmm. yeah in south like his- park he, he could walk again but he had crack like <clears throat> aborted fetuses and he <laughs> <laughs> and like suck them like like clams or whatever. I didn't like, see that one, but they do it in Family Guy too. Where like uh, oh yeah, Peter
3: Griffin's like in a wheelchair or something, or he had a stroke had and then he goes stroke. into yeah, a stem yeah. cell. Uh, he's that fine. Be placing walks and he's like, why are we not funding this? Yeah <laughs> So yeah, uh, that,
2: that was like the whole stem cell controversy. was during like the uh, Bush administration, right in the early two thousands. I'm pretty uh, mid two thousands somewhere. Yeah, around it's there. probably
3: around the like oh five.
0: Yeah, or, you know four or five. It so was a really Bush. big
3: deal.
2: Like, yeah. that was news like yeah. all over the place, like the efficacy of stem cells. And everything. So a
0: stem cell is basically a blank cell that you can make into other cells. Yeah, you r- can inject like a whole bunch of stem cells, and it just creates whatever it's near in a way, or.
3: Um, yeah, it probably needs some other stimulus too. And it needs direction, right? You need to tell it what to become. But yeah, if you were to put it near other like skin like cells, it could become... A, things? Yeah. Or a like the thought is they could grow... Uh, they could basically grow organs outside of the body and stuff Damn. like that. And a whole bunch... I mean, it has a huge amount of applications that I think they're still working out a
2: lot so of it.
0: So what about like stem cells right now? If like I wanted stem cells, it's illegal, right? You have to go to another country to get it.
2: I think it depends on how they're
3: made.
0: Right. Yeah. How I was going to say, like, how do you get stem cells? You have to create them. Do you actually take them out of fetuses?
3: And um, No, I'm pretty sure that's the.
0: That's the illegal yeah, way. That's the illegal way. And when be. you're taking them out of a fetus, is a fetus like all stem cells or is it literally just the stem? Of,
3: so I don't know exactly like when they start to differentiate um, like cells wow. in the development process, but it's pretty early on that some of them start to differentiate into different parts of the body, or they know that this region becomes, you know, this area of the body. And this is another, it's pretty early on. Like before, I think it's like before, you know, someone would, you would call it a,
1: baby yeah
3: it's
0: like what did you say dennis it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's Not kind of lots of controversy here, right? <laughs> yeah some um, people say a p is still a baby but <laughs> i think i
3: think it's something like it could be at like the 64 cell stage or something that okay. it's like they've already some of them have already started to differentiate into um you know Figured the early things true. Not quite
0: fingernails. (laughs) Isn't like the first thing that grows is like a bunch of fingernails, and then like the baby crate is created around the fingernails. Yeah, exactly. They come out with like five inch long nails. Oh god, crawling out of you! I wish
2: we were big enough that people followed us who had crazy graphic design skills and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Baby with a five (laughs) inch fingernail. (laughs) Put some video to that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Just crawling out. <coughs>
1: oh Jesus my god, Christ. that's that. Just nightmares. think of that Ripley's Believe It or Not guy with the like Guinness book. Oh world. yeah, he crazy. had like little
0: bags over his hand because he, people would like gawk and aw- like, what the fuck's wrong with that dude? Oh, boy, it must be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Just have long ass fingernails. So gross. Of course it is. I I don't even think like how can my nails grow that long and then they just all twist together and shit. Ugh. Like where are you at the point where you're you're just like I'm not gonna move my hands anymore and then you just let your fingernails start twirl- twirling up. Just keep them straight, just, bro.
1: I like like you can't even masturbate. Like <coughs> no, no, you can't even jerk off. I mean, it would you would just like slice up your you would shred get your like, dick. Yeah, you can't even grip it. Yeah, yeah, you, you have get, like
0: two hand open. Yeah, yeah, right. You get real flexible and start sucking yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> just your palms. Just using your palms. Yeah. <laughs> you can cup it like a baby.
2: <laughs> all right so uh back to the mrna vaccine. all right yeah so back so. so you
0: were saying mrna they could actually make stem cells with regular cells
1: that
3: was one of the first applications yeah but then that's pretty cool you know it kind of it, from there it blew up and there's you know treating different diseases um that are caused by um like your body not producing a protein or something like that or uh,
0: there's a lot of applications to i got a question um, yep and i'll explain how i got it so if i like was blind and i injected stem cells in my eyeballs could they grow back and i could see again um, maybe we'll just keep that at maybe anyway yeah. why are they always what like everyone is like trying to make people hear again and people see again but is anyone trying to make people smell again and if you can fix those senses Can you make my senses even more sensitive so I can taste even better than I already do? Like if I put a hearing aid in, I could hear better. Like people use it for hunting, you know? And if I put like binoculars on, I could see better, but I can't smell better or taste better. Depends on
2: what you mean by better. You're just talking about more intense. Is that necessarily better? I can
0: like overclock my ears and overclock my eyes, but I can't overclock my nose or my taste buds.
2: Dude, would you really want to overclock your nose?
0: Only only a little bit. Like I could smell like, dude, that dude farted over there. Like way <laughs> no, over like there. Bloodhound nose. And... You could like smell your septic tank. Just or like, like being able to like house. like dogs and shit. Like like you can smell where people went and you can like track them in the woods.
1: Yeah, but that's a whole different the like a dog's nose and their the receptors in their nose and their ability to pick up different it unlocks different it parts like in the brain. like that is a whole can't like a whole different anatomy than it is human. explain. Yes. Well, no, <laughs> I think, I think with the nose see, thing, Ham's right. Like yeah. I think
3: it's they just have more receptors in there so it's going to Like a shit ton yeah. more. And then I think the thing with your eyes and ears is it's more it's valuable. probably more common, yeah, and valuable, more common and more valuable that. Yeah. people are losing eyesight or lose hearing. So those are probably what have been researched, and you can live without smelling and tasting, but it's a lot harder, or a lot more valuable. To yeah, hear. There's more to, barriers
1: to, and to, challenges.
0: With right. Loss yeah. Of like, sight. If you lose your smell, it's like fuck. It's whatever. Or your taste, and that's what corona is, right? That's, that's one of
3: the uh, that's one of the symptoms, and
0: I heard it was one yeah. of like the biggest symptoms or most common symptoms is losing your smell.
3: I think it's one of the it's one of the most different ones, right. From any other disease or like to differentiate from the cold or the flu. Right. Mm -hmm. That's one of the main things is like complete loss of smell and taste. So it gets reported. I, I don't know how common it is. I I mean, I think it's pretty common, but I don't think it's in, it's not like every single case has it. It's
2: one of the more talked about ones because it's so weird. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I saw like a thing about, um, if you can smell coffee, you probably don't have Corona and people are like, if you can smell like a fresh pot of coffee or like whatever, so why
2: specifically I, coffee? Cause
0: I don't know.
3: It was just like one of those
0: things. A, very distinct sm- smell. a lot of people smell every day yeah. or something
3: or yeah. so.
2: If you wake up in the morning and you smell your coffee brewing, you're good to go. Yeah.
3: If you <laughs> if,
0: if you can't your smell to, your coffee, stay home. Yeah. If
3: you're on your way to work and you're like, this coffee is very bland and I
0: didn't smell it at all. And I have 105 degree temperature. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll go into
1: work. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember when I had COVID if my smell and taste senses were. It, it, my I friends. I think they were diminished. I don't know if they were completely gone. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. Actually,
2: like when you get a sit, when you get a sickness, and you have the sniffles or something, and you're congested a little bit, you kind of—it's already diminished. Right. Yeah. a little bit, yeah. yeah. But yeah.
0: to actually lose it, that must be a whole night. That's thing. Like that I can't is definitely. It. I can't smell any of yeah. that. I can't smell none of your farts. I can't smell that coffee. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah. sounds sad.
1: <laughs> and I think, as far as like to answer that question about the putting stem cells in like the cones of your eyes to enhance them. I think they're just, they're meant as it's a blank template to take on whatever's in your body. Whatever oh, yeah, it's I didn't functional, think I would like there's, you couldn't enhance, but could I get back
0: to the original value like 2020? See, I don't know. I think like my knees fucked up. I put stem cells in my knee and now it doesn't, it's not fucked up anymore. Cause it, it healed back to the original knee. My eyes are but diminishing. So that's probably
1: re-
3: regenerating like your cartilage in your knee, um, which just like diminishes over time. In your eyes, I think it's like a receptor thing, which I... It's like electricity. Need.
1: I mean, the rods and the cones are much more like intense. I mean, it's possible.
3: I, I, don't, I don't know enough about like stem cell technology. What if I get tattoos and I don't want the
0: tattoo anymore? Can I inject stem cells and I'll...
3: I don't think so. No.
1: no, because the the whole point of the tattoo is that the ink is embedded into the 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 skin. deep tissue of your skin. So if you inject stem cells into your skin, it's the ink will still be in there. Hmm. It I hope there's no stem up.
3: cell experts listening. I got whatnot. a question about <laughs> no, <right>. tattoos. <laughs>
0: if i match the paint of a tattoo with my skin what is going on here this
2: is totally being derailed no it's not
0: hold on one last one last weird question okay if i have a tattoo i don't like could they just match the color of my skin and just tat over that tat and i'd be like oh it's just my skin it's a tattoo of
1: my skin color well it depends because i mean no because if it's a very dark ink that's being used in your skin you, you I don't think you could go over it enough times to with a still lighter with ink, ink to I mean I can
0: paint black walls with a white and then now it's white
2: that would still take a while though right
0: yeah, a lot of coatings, just a lot of tats over and over in the same spot
1: you you would it would be cheaper at that point than just to pay for the laser <laughs> removal oh uh, yeah I
0: guess <laughs> hey someone's gonna ask the questions right oh yeah. my God James
1: asked the hard questions that's right.
0: No one wants answer. So it was fascinating. I mean, mRNA, <clears throat> stem cells, and then boom, mRNA, two thousand five. Yeah. They so basically, it, did it, some shit. The
3: technology is not that new, but the this is the first vaccine that's that's using that technology. Yeah. So a lot of people think like this is going to be like a, could be it's a huge open the doors, yeah, for yeah, a huge shit. break breakthrough in like the science community and stuff because if they're going to start using these, um, you know, mRNA therapies or mRNA vaccines and stuff for every for a bunch of other diseases mm-hmm. not just COVID it's just this kind of propelled those through so
2: so is the whole I'm not really too um, informed on the conspiracy theory sides of the vaccine um, but I think like from a broad view of what I heard people's concerns are about the mRNA vaccine is that because you're not the obviously the traditional vaccine, as you explained, you're injecting a weak version of the virus, so your body is creating these natural antibodies, which within the mRNA, you're kind of teaching the body mm-hmm. how to make these antibodies. And are is people's concern that they're going to be able to sneak things into this code and like do other stuff to you is that but from what you're explaining it doesn't really sound like to me that this technology could do that
3: yeah i'm sure some people are gonna claim might claim that in a some sort of conspiracy theory but yeah i don't think if that yeah i mean i think that's kind of where the sterilization one comes from that they mm. think you know it's I don't know, going to have some adverse effect on guys and sterilize them or something, but
2: like there's something else in the vaccine that's doing the sterilizing. Is that what they're saying?
3: Yeah. And I mean, then that goes like the whole government's behind it, but like it goes down, would have to go down a huge rabbit hole because maybe the
0: government's not behind it. Maybe someone else like richer than someone at the top who owns Moderna and Pfizer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's
3: the FDA and the like all that in Europe, got the cut, that need to approve oh, yeah. it. It, it and would stuff. be a global right. fucking. But so then, like the FDA's job is to look at okay, you tested this already in seventy four thousand people, whatever their phase three trial number was. They need to look at all the side effects, see what, why there were those side effects. If those side effects outweigh the gains of the vaccine, hmm. so. If they are hiding that something else is in there, I'm sure that I would think part of it would be that, you know, government scientists look at the actual vaccine and know what's actually in there at some point, whether they take the vaccine and sequence it themselves to, to really know. Like you're not putting anything fishy in it. Like, I don't know if that's, there's yeah. so
2: many hands and there's so many people that are looking at this. They would all have to be massively involved right. in this crazy thing for this to actually happen. Yeah.
3: For there to be microchips or other pieces of DNA that are going to direct you to all vote Democrat every year. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, whatever. Shit.
0: There would have to be. As long crazy. as they forgive my student loans, I don't care, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Drag me, cut my wiener off. Don't so, cut it off. God. Just make it so there's no babies in it. Oh uh, Jesus! <laughs> no. Just don't cut it off.
2: So should- isn't there something crazy about the way that the mRNA vaccine works? Is that it needs to be stored? In like a, a very... Like
1: minus 70C, right? Yeah, it's so, so cold. It's,
3: yeah, I think one of them... Oh, now I can't remember which one. I think one of them, yeah, needs to be in minus 70, which does obviously pose issues for uh, transport and then also um, distributional transport and then where it's stored. So it's yeah. not going to be a problem for these huge hospitals to have these because they would have um, minus 80 degree Celsius freezers there anyways. <sighs> Um don't get caught Like we have those. those we have those in my lab. They're very common and yeah. just like Can you walk into it? No, it's not a walk in uh, there. It's just a reach imagine. in, but it's
1: yeah, heavy cold you. ever, yeah. put, you 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 ever put, put, put beers in there? No. <laughs> oh, like, no, don't put beers in there.
0: Instantly cold. <laughs> How long do you think it would take to co- make a beer cold in one of those things? Like two minutes? Oh, fuck Dennis. It'd be pretty quick, yeah. Two mi- I don't know. I remember I
2: walked into negative 80 negative eighty seventy or eighty C? Yeah. Damn. that's That's cold dude yeah that's fucking cold stone cold it's
3: it's the kind of cold where you like so we have it and they all have metal like drawers or racks that you put stuff in to keep it organized or whatever and like sometimes when you go real fast i'll just not put gloves on and you just and you grab it and but it's so cold that your first instinct was oh that's hot
0: no way! Oh, it's yeah.
3: weird, like, and as much as I go in, maybe it's just me, I don't know. But as much as I go into it, every time that happens, I'm like, "Oh, that's hot!" <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> it's freezing cold, but uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> So it's
3: damn. Yeah, but so it's obviously a big issue to ship um and 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 everything, and and a big hospital is not going to have the problem doing it. But think of you know in upstate New Hampshire at the small i don't know like the CV, cvs yeah community clinic they probably right. don't have one um
0: or so somewhere it's, like it's, east bomb like yeah in the, middle of, the, the, the country. middle of
3: montana you know it's gonna be hard for those places to for store sure. it so that's definitely one of them i think i thought one of them either moderna or pfizer um was lower so it's just that like it's
1: like minus 30 or something minus
3: 20 yeah maybe minus 20 minus I think 30 I set my yeah. beer fridge to that so yeah it's not i mean that's pretty much um that's celsius so i think that's pretty much what a freezer a regular freezer is
0: oh really mm-hmm. my freezer goes to negative four i think 4 that's fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. fahrenheit yeah
3: yeah so like i know in my in most labs right you have like a four degree f- Four degrees C fridge, you have a minus 20 slash minus 30. It's one of those two.
2: So negative 20 Celsius is negative four Fahrenheit. Yeah, so it's That's pretty
3: much a fr- regular freezer, yeah. freezer that then that could be stored in. So I, I can't remember which one's which, but one is.
0: So Moderna, grab a bunch of Modernas from CVS, throw them in my freezer, start selling them at 50 bucks a pop.
3: I, I don't think they're just on the shelves yet. But- Do you?
0: He- did you hear about, I've heard some stuff on the news about like even some doctors and pharmaceutical dudes who believe in the conspiracies that it's bad for you. And they're like destroying them. One dude's like going to jail or he's going to trial for it. He destroyed it. He destroyed like 150 that like yeah, vials of it or some shit.
3: I did hear that. I don't, know that guy's backstory or whatever but i've heard yeah i think a couple
2: stories he believes but,
0: in like some sort of conspiracy but just that think is of bad.
2: how many doctors there are in the united states right. and now you're seeing this one crazy asshole which is one of the biggest problems with the media is that we see all these crazy assholes and we don't see the reasonable people because reasonable
0: people don't generate dollars yep right mm-hmm. i'm i'm kind of why is all the conspiracies negative why don't they have any positive conspiracies like, oh, like, the government's doing this, but it's for the good of the people, not the bad of the people. Because that's
2: not fun, dude. I know. That's not fun.
0: <laughs> like, and this, that's, this that's, vaccine's that's, gonna make your dick like an inch and a half longer. No, that's the I mean, that should be the, I could get by. Yeah, like, everyone will be in line, like, damn, did you hear? Like, people's dicks are getting bigger from this?
2: Dude, the mRNA vaccine, it's, you know.
0: The mRNA picks up at the size of your dick and it gives you or takes away. So if you have like a 20-inch long, Chlong, you can't bang. It just brings it back a couple, and now you can bang again. <laughs> if, you got a, if you got a micro penis, you're going to average. If you're average, you're going to large.
3: <laughs> can conspiracy theory be a positive thing though? Yeah. Because otherwise, then it's just.
0: Well, it's not. Like, it's, it's just. A, what was the definition we've, of conspiracy? given the definition it's of just conspiracy just before. It's just a group yeah. of at least two people conspiring to do something illegal
2: it's a oh so yeah it is very it is very specific a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful harmful yeah well yeah so you can't have a positive conspiracy theory
0: i guess i mean harmful in which way like harmful for all those bitches about to get this giant dong yeah <laughs> Yeah, I start I mean, laying pipe. A, you know, yeah, what I'm saying I mean, depending on which way it's all perspective, you look on it, right? Yeah. Harmful yeah. for women, but not for men. God no damn! God. See, if they start spewing out conspiracy theories like that, maybe there'll be more people in line getting that vaccine.
1: See, I have the opportunity to get the vaccine because um, I work in the medical field, <clears throat> but I've always I've been like so f- just I don't know. I'm like weary about it, and it's all irrational. There's nothing. Ab- like yeah I i'm mean, a man it's, of science but at the same time there's something in the back of my mind like just wait it out give it one year let all the bugs get out just like a video it's not game a ps5 <laughs> just <laughs> like the, just like a video game system i mean it, yeah it is kind of like a ps5 <laughs> yeah i mean there's
3: definitely those i i guess i see your point there there are people who are like oh this was pushed pretty quick um
1: there's no long-term data so you don't there really isn't know. i mean
3: there's there's data now about six seven months um from what i understand is that there are they've had no uh long-term side effects yeah. so all the side effects are pretty much your normal vaccine ones you know swelling or itching at the injection site um Pain body aches yeah um stuff like that but yeah. there hasn't been Uh, from yeah from what i know like anything that's a long-term effect of this so So the other thing i'd say is that how this works it has a certain amount of mrna in the vaccine that's gonna get transcribed into your protein once and then broken down so once all of that gets used up it's out of your body if you have a normal immune system your immune system and from what they've shown in their trials is that your immune system is gonna produce the antibodies to that S protein that's produced, and it'll get taken out. So that protein by itself isn't going to give you coronavirus or anything. It's, if you have a normal immune system, you should just, your, your immune cells will remember that protein and you'll be ready yeah. to fight the actual virus.
0: How long do you think that'll last? Like the remembrance That's something the they, they
3: don't really know yet. It's
0: more than like one day, right?
3: Oh, yeah. It's, it's more than
1: like 30 days. <laughs> that wouldn't be a successful vaccine. right?
3: If- yeah, no, I'm, I think that's ongoing right now because obviously that takes time. So yeah. if they, even in their clinical trial, right, when they uh, dose the first patient, that was like seven months ago. I would assume that they are tracking all those first patients, those seventy-four thousand patients that were in their trial, um, following them, probably taking blood from them every still trying to so often. Them. To I'm not trying to infect them, but Just
1: making sure they still have the antibodies, making present, sure they have
3: okay. antibodies present. Um,
1: Did they try like,
0: like like patient one or patient zero or whatever for the vaccine? Do you think that they like, tried to infect them to see if the vaccine actually fought it off? Or or no. They, it, I don't think they knowingly infect eth- anybody. I yeah. was going to say ethically if they, they did, mean. like how would they do it? Like just walk by and just, <laughs> ah, pow, and just cough right in their face?
3: No, and that's why they need these high numbers in these cases because they need to be able to show like okay, we vaccinated 74,000 people of those only a dozen got infected. They'd calculate what what rate that's protecting them and then they now obviously there's enough people in the world they'd say the infection rate is three percent or whatever did it reduce that significantly or not yeah so they're basically comparing it to the real world data and saying yes this with the vaccine only point whatever percent got infected i don't know the real numbers and compared to like the three percent in the world Hmm i mean from an ethical standpoint i'm sure after they gave them the vaccine they said you you know follow the protocols of your state or whatever wear a mask social distance right all that and i mean then they also probably figure some people do that some people don't
0: but Mm -hmm. yeah i haven't got it yet or i'm asymptomatic i don't know
3: (laughs) yeah that's the thing you never you you don't know if you're asymptomatic but or do i
2: (laughs) I hope not. <laughs> so isn't there something else that it takes two doses of the vaccine? Is that true for both Moderna and Pfizer's? Yeah. So both okay. of
3: them that are approved take two doses. There are some that are still in development that they aren't mRNA vaccines, but there are other vaccines in development that would only take one dose. Okay. Are
2: those the so, traditional type of vaccine where you're I, exposing? I believe so. I okay.
3: don't know too
2: much. I about saw them,
0: one. I was listening to NPR and they had a dude in who was talking about all the different types of vaccines and how they work. Similar to what you were saying. And they're saying like in Asia, they have a common practice where they have, um, they'll have the, they'll have the, you know, COVID or flu, um, illness or whatever you want to call it. And they'll have like a bunch of samples and they'll have like thousands of them and they'll wait for one of them to mutate. And then that strain mutates in a way where it's weaker than the other flus, but it's, still has all the same genetics. So yeah. then you put the weaker strain in you. Yep. You get a little sick and then your body has the immunities to fight it off. That's
2: exactly what Dennis said earlier. Yeah,
0: so oh, the yeah,
3: flu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you'll take a weakened or a dead yeah. virus and I inject was, it. And I, was, yeah.
0: I was listening and they said they were able to do that with, not with Corona, but they were able to give you a vaccine that would fight Corona, but it would actually give you the flu. Hmm. So you would get the flu, you wouldn't get corona, which That's wouldn't be as bad. And then you wouldn't have the corona.
1: That's what I heard on NPR. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Would it be possible that like this is going to be a, a, like you're going to need an annual booster?
3: Probably. I It wouldn't surprise me. Um, so back to like the two doses, the idea behind that, I think um, the numbers might be slightly off, but like the first dose they proved is like 50%. You're like 50% covered or whatever okay the second one then boosts you up to like the 99 99, whatever percent so and that's what you've heard like some politicians and stuff saying like oh don't give people a second dose just give everyone a first dose to start and obviously if the scientists suggested the two doses that's what you should probably i would go with but yeah yeah also trying to save money man yeah a second dose is like a booster like you would have to get um you know, you get like a tetanus booster. Or how, something do you know like how that. far
0: between? It's a month, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's a on. thirty day, thirty yeah. days,
3: something like that. Three weeks, four weeks, something like somewhere in that range. So, yeah, it just kind of helps to boost it, give your system like, hey, this is this again. Like, do you know what to do with it? And man, then, yeah,
0: I'm still thinking so, about that wiener thing. If a doctor <laughs> just like, hey guys, I got my shot, and I just want to let you know, my wiener grew one to three inches larger in size by taking the this corona vaccine i'm just saying just there's, saying there's
2: some guy who's I like uh, like some CRISPR guy who is working on the mrna vaccine and you just snuck a little bit of that in
0: there <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm just saying if if that went viral and then people started saying it, you know there'd be a group of people who are like did you hear that coronavirus makes your wiener bigger? Like no way! You heard it here first. Let's start that rumor, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure. It's,
0: I think it's true. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I like this positive conspiracy <laughs> idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, just start spreading positive conspiracy. We need theories. to make up yeah.
2: a word that is the positive version of a conspiracy. Like when people, when a group gets together to yeah, do yeah. something that's good, <laughs> but
0: it's illegal. <laughs> a secret? Yeah, it's
2: a secret plan that's unlawful, but it's for. A Good. prospiracy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pros and cons, yeah, baby. Prospiracy. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. Prospiracy. Sorry, I can't help it. I'm a believer in <laughs> <laughs> prosperity.
2: Prospiracy theorists? Oh, wow. <laughs> with
0: that note, how about another seltzer crap? Oh, yeah. No booze today. That crunch rap is fucking with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly Still though, it's yeah. I don't even know if it's a Crunch Wrap. It's kind of like the dead cat in the box. Like, could that be like my favorite beefy five layer burrito with onions, Schrodinger's
1: taco? Yeah. Um, <laughs> is going. that three soft? Is that
0: three supreme soft tacos right in there? Yeah. Is he? Is it really a Crunch Wrap? I don't know. Fuck. You don't know. It's just a bag. Yeah. It's. It's, yep. it's been fucking nine days since I had Taco Bell. My joints hurt. You know, I've been sweating a lot when I try to sleep. <laughs> No more diarrhea. Like, this is bullshit.
2: Dude, you know what the crazy thing is, though? Is that when this
0: episode is released, yeah.
1: it's going it to be the last be February. Day. Oh, really? Damn.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, who knows what happens in February, though? You know, maybe yeah. the vaccine's out and people are taking it. And...
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, people, it is out. And people are taking it. No, yeah. People, no, are, yeah, taking people are
3: taking it. Yeah. And their yep. winners are got indeed it. getting bigger. <clears throat> who took it? my sister got it yeah she's a oh, nurse no
0: so. her wiener it's no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be huge thanks
1: yeah disturbing. so we're
2: recording this in uh early january
3: so um obviously
1: this, is, this
3: is where we're at but yeah
1: i think i'm yep. gonna get it i think i'm gonna get the vaccine
3: i would i mean I, once it's available to me I, I will um granted i'll be in like the last wave because while i work you know, in biopharmaceutical, I'm not like frontline or anything. So we're just yeah. lumped in the last group. But yeah, I mean, I'll definitely get it. And one other thing I wanted to say about it is that S spike protein, this is pretty cool about the vaccine. I thought it, that's the mechanism that coronavirus uses to get into your cells. So it would take a major mutation from coronavirus to get to, to, one, not have that protein anymore. So you wouldn't have antibodies to it. Mm-hmm. And if it did that, it would either one, not be able to get into your cells, or two, it would have a different mechanism. But again, that would be a major shift in how the virus so works. The nomenclature of the virus would have yeah. to be different. Yeah. And so the new, I was looking at this, like the new virulent strain had some mutations in that S protein, but it's still like the same. And the, the, um, vaccine should work against is what they're saying but that that it it would take it should take a long time for the virus to develop another mechanism to get into your cells hmm. so they think that this vaccine will work for a while we hope <laughs> Damn. we'll see it's also they also say with the new viral and the new strain that it kind of is evolving a little faster than they think so we'll see but i saw something that was like worse for younger people too
0: i was like what the fuck is going on trying to kill me well
2: is this like this is obviously unprecedented so have we ever looked this closely at one particular virus and, and to know right. how quickly other viruses have evolved and' like what the they look like like we know what this all looks like now because we're looking so closely at it but yeah. could there have been like another flu vaccine that was similar in the way or the amount not of vaccines too but another uh, a flu variant that it was evolving quickly and had this more virulent virulent um yeah. mutation it's, or whatever
3: yeah i mean all viruses mutate like super fast yeah it's just and the flu mutates faster than coronavirus should. Um, there's something weird about the flu virus where its genomic sequence is like broken up into, it's either six or eight fragments. So it gives it a lot of opportunity to like okay. mix around. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. The, Like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, sort of. like So it can rearrange, I think, is the main idea. But the coronavirus uh, genomes all in one... Uh, single sequence, so it's not as easily manipulated. It's still a virus, so it still mutates very quickly but mm-hmm. um it shouldn't they don't think it will do as much as the uh, flu the is. flu does mm-hmm. again, this is all just kind of what they know now or what I'm aware of, yeah, now, and so who knows you know could change by the time this comes out anyways, yeah,
1: I mean, hopefully, even if it's like down the road. The, the coronavirus, the nomenclature changes and how it actually goes into the cell and all that stuff, like whatever that mechanism may be now that we, I mean, hopefully the world is aware now and right. puts more protocols into place, into prevention and shut it down. And we, we
3: have the vaccine and as more and more people, you know, get vaccinated, it's going to help more and more people also. So, mm-hmm another driver to get vaccinated right is because there's always going to be a population who who can't because they have a weakened immune system they are allergic to you know something that's in there because there has to also be buffers different enzymes or whatever in the vaccine so they could be allergic uh to, to what's in it so they can't get vaccinated and those you know by the majority of the other population is just going to decrease the chance of spread overall and, you know, potentially help those people. You know,
0: I have a question yeah. and I kind of know the answer, I think. But so why are people who are allergic to eggs can't have some vaccines? Um, so do they make it in an egg? They, like an embryo? Something like that. I, I think I, it's
3: the substrate, which
2: is the like, vaccine. It's like yolk. Yeah,
0: Is it the yolk or the I, egg white? I, I
2: don't know, dude. I don't know. I looked into this a while ago because I remember, sunny side apps or I remember hearing about that. It's yeah, actually I, poached in a certain way.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the specifics, but definitely you get, there's a component of it
0: or... They just like use the old egg water from the pot when they poach eggs to make the vaccine. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's like stir it. Just just use the egg water. Yeah, that's the way they
2: started doing it back in the day, and they just haven't changed. Yeah, they just haven't changed.
0: That old guy's still alive, and he's making everyone do it. But no, keep <laughs> keep doing that. It works. Yeah. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, it's the egg water. Don't mix it up. I heard that like yeah, if you're allergic to eggs, there's some things you can't take because there's eggs in it.
3: Yeah, I know when the I think the flu vaccine is like that. Um yeah. I don't know if the coronavirus is. I don't think I don't so, think but is. um there's other stuff in it because I know if you remember when like the UK first approved it and the first day of like people getting um the vaccine, like it was kind of big news that like two people had they got hit hard yeah they got hit hard but one of them was allergic to something that was in it and one i believe was had uh, i think it was related to like ms or something like that um so they had a weakened better. immune system no they carried
0: <laughs> he his ms
3: yeah no uh, i think it was something like that but yeah. they were able to like explain away those two but that's which,
1: two out of like
3: however exactly to you know from that first day but i think you know
1: there's always the negative be news you know oh, exactly hits, yes
3: hits the hardest and that's yep. what was reported and mm-hmm. you know then after digging into it they were able to say oh yeah this guy had an unknown allergy to this part or whatever and this guy did that and conspiracy theorists will tell you that that was a cover-up or whatever but i don't know
0: dennis do you know how much salt is in the vaccine just i'm looking out for justin here because <laughs> he can't take it if there's salt in it he's on a strict salt-free diet for a salt-free he's a strict 1700 milligrams 19 what are we talking here
1: no, two grams, two, two grams gram max. But is I'm, there two grams I, I of salt? I think you should in-
3: excuse his amount of salt if there's that much salt. In <laughs>
0: there's two grams of of salt in each
1: vaccine. That seems like that two would be grams quite of salt, a bit. Two grams of salt is like, it's just under a teaspoon of salt. How much? Check how much salt's in the vaccine. <laughs> I'm
2: Googling it right now. I don't think I'm going to get a good answer. <laughs>
0: oh 1.9 grams. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Have yeah. to fast for that day. You just can't have any salt. You've boiled chicken and rice.
2: I can't believe I'm actually. Good right. <laughs> oh, no salt. You're good. And no oh. microchips too. Oh, <laughs> Google, good. How Google much? Is there any spread. garlic
0: powder, like pepper? A <laughs> little bit of paprika. Little, b- just a dash. Yeah,
3: just so you tastes good when it.
2: Ooh, that tastes good. <laughs> So I I have one more point. Uh, I just saw that New Hampshire released its vaccination allocation plan over the next, the coming months or whatever. It started in December of 2020 and then it goes through 2021. So there's a phase one, each phase, there's three phases, one, two, and three, and they each have an A and a B. And it basically just says like what people can get the vaccine first and the first phase is high-risk health workers first responders and residents of uh residents and staff of long-term care and assisted living facilities Mm. so that's the people that are currently at the time of this podcast so workers but then residents of so old people long term, yeah long-term care facilities and then the the phase one b they have people that are older than seventy five vulnerable are those uh, boomers yes okay. right, right yes, yeah. it's like yeah.
1: The, yeah, it's like top top to mid boomer, yeah, 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 yeah. I think
2: so. and then it go it goes on the the phase one's the that's the biggest one, and then it goes into phase two, people from sixty five to seventy four years old, k through twelve school and child
3: care staff, people oh, staff, okay. I was going to say, I don't think it's approved in kids yet. Yeah, exactly. For the staff.
2: And then um, phase 2B is people 50 to 64 years old. And then the final phase is medically vulnerable people that are younger than 50 and are moderately high risk with one or more conditions. And then finally, phase 3B is everyone else not already vaccinated. The
0: plebs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So,
2: phase one is December through March. Phase two is March through May, and then phase three starts in May. So, basically, in New Hampshire, if you're a normal, healthy adult, you can get the vaccine that isn't in you know the healthcare or
0: any of those A normal random person. If, could get it in May,
2: could get it in May. Basically, that's and pretty quick. That, that's if you're. That's if you live in New Hampshire. I, I think this the plans vary from.
0: Oh, yeah. Is going to gonna be a state. thing available? I think like,
3: it's kind of weird how they like rolled it out. Like the states had to like make Decide. orders or whatever with the yeah. federal government that seemed weird like there was reports that like the florida whatever governor forgot to put in his order i don't know like there was some <laughs> all the dude, things going on all <laughs> my <laughs>
0: bros in college and frat houses they're first in the list dog you know what i'm saying looking out yeah i six, six huh
3: <laughs> yeah i also see i think a lot of the timelines might be pushed end up being pushed back because just various different things might be you know the distribution like we talked about yeah like might be tough the
2: availability Um, of the dosages all that kind of stuff yeah they
3: gotta i mean it seems like uh from like what pfizer and moderna have said that they can keep up with the demand for it but i mean we'll see when push comes to shove
0: you guys invest in any like glass products like glass vials right now (laughs) they're gonna make a fucking seven billion glass vials that's one
3: of the crazy things about like corona is all these different companies that like uh, you know we're just like this normal kind of company that now are booming because like of their supplies that they made or whatever or like companies that have uh this one guy i know working at a company like they uh, uh basically just service like instruments and they like had a little machine shop and they just Kind of switched gears and they're manufacturing now these uh certain plates that go into the instruments that are used for like the pcr tests a lot of times oh yeah and they're like because yeah. it's a, they're crushing a it's a part that i don't know wears out or something like that i don't know uh that exactly but yeah like a lot of their work now is just doing that rather than they used to travel a lot all over the us to like do this and they've kind of shifted to that and i think a lot of companies who are smart did that. And mm-hmm. you heard like uh the different uh like uh distilleries and stuff that started making yeah. hand sanitizer mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. on and stuff and I mean that's been like an interesting dynamic and like James said like these companies that just made a glass and like it could just be a small company that made a little glass vial and now all of a sudden now like they get orders from the government. Get, yeah for Wait, like
0: one, can you do like ten billion? Like, yeah fuck. Yeah and now
3: it's like they're just blowing up because of it. It's
0: yeah, that's crazy.
3: But obviously there's those companies because of it that are now non-existent. So
2: Oh Shit. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you Amazon get a blew shift, up. Right?
0: Yeah. Amazon blew up. You know what's crazy? Elon Musk just passed Jeff Bezos. I don't understand Richest that. man. Isn't that fucking crazy? How that, Is it because how that he owns
2: happen? uh Amazon stock?
0: I don't know, right? Right. I saw that I was
3: like how how did that
0: happen? I how did know. that happen? Like, well, all of a
3: sudden it said, like, Tesla took off. And I'm like... Tesla what? stock is
2: pretty through the roof right yeah. now. Yeah, because it's going to crash. We, so. we were talking... Of, we, did we talk about this on the podcast? About mm. the five-way split? Or the the split with the... um? We did. We yeah, talked we did. about it on Patty's podcast. Patty's podcast. We talked about stock splits. Yeah. So the, the right. Tesla stock split, and then it went up even more. And now I want to say, at the time of this podcast, it's somewhere in the seven or eight hundreds or something like that. This is crazy. Yeah. I ain't so that's what happened. That I'm yeah. just going to... Why
0: everyone <laughs> else get rich around me and just fucking my, you know? I'll have other endeavors that make me money. Who yeah. Knows?
1: Yeah. Just make penis pills, man, that grow your ditch, your dick like an inch.
0: Why we'll make inch penis, penis pills
1: when there's already a corona vaccine that
0: makes them huge? You know? Jesus Christ.
3: James will get rich off the prospiracies. Yeah. Trademark. Trademark that soon, James. Pros-piracy. Yeah, dude, You're going to have to have. Trademark that before we release this episode. You can do a spinoff podcast.
2: How do I trademark a word? Yes.
0: <laughs> can I trademark a word? I think it depends. Yeah, yeah it depends.
2: And what it's used, if, like if it's specifically used for something.
0: Prospiracies. Yeah. I'm going to start a website, prospiracies.com.
1: No, you got to do .org, man. So you're Gov. Oh, <laughs> There you go. Shit, it's <laughs> a government website got to
3: exist damn.
0: everything exists on the internet is that
1: word already a thing Seth?
2: i'm just looking at it on urban dictionary right now and it's a secret <laughs> plan by a group of people to do something good for another person or group of people the opposite of a who's conspiracy. listening in on, on, on this <laughs> podcast what was can? that posted uh february 4th 2016 damn it John's friends formed a Prospiracy to throw a surprise party For him (laughs) well that's a lame Prospiracy (laughs) Super
0: lame (laughs) Prospiracy Moderna and and Pfizer made a Coronavirus Vaccine that makes your dick Bigger
1: (laughs) Can you you add a sentence to that Definition
2: (laughs) it only has six Likes on uh, so that's That's a good sign not many people know about That
1: fuck yeah
2: all right I think we got something to go on here Yeah Well, Dennis, you have any final thoughts?
3: Uh, no, I just, yeah, hopefully didn't completely confuse everyone. And,
1: uh, I think it makes sense. Oh, it was actually a good breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way that
2: the, the MRNA thing were the mechanisms of that. Like I had heard about it, but you, you explained it pretty well.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think it's, it's really cool. Um, like just this week I started looking in the history that I touched on briefly and it's like yeah it's pretty pretty cool stuff how you know it was pretty much a pet project of very few scientists for like 15 years and then and then it started to really blow up like and that was when moderna was founded and, and all this and other companies started to get a take on it and i think we'll definitely start seeing a lot more medicines vaccines uh stuff like that coming forward in in our lifetime that are going to be mrna based that have potential to be you know really groundbreaking uh as long medicines as i can live forever
0: i don't even want to live forever give me and, like 200 it, solid years of health and I'm, I'm happy
3: and and i think all of those mrna vaccines will grow your penis at least one inch so <laughs> get them all james and you'll be up to average <laughs> uh, i'm
0: gonna say i'm gonna need a couple more than one but if i take all the vaccines gah, it's fucking and on that note (laughs) go get vaccinated
1: I got the vaccine. My dick grew I was, I, I'm looking at your dick right one now. One and a quarter inches longer. And it looks way bigger than before. <laughs> it's not girthier.
2: It's longer though. But
1: it's longer. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think we're gonna need to do more prospiracy episodes where we really unlock the hidden prospiracies that are being perpetrated mm. by um Proprietors.
0: Proprietors of, pro, of, of, of prospe-
2: <laughs>
0: I actually know a couple prospiracists um, that we can get on the podcast. Oh, good.
2: We need some prospiracy theorists yeah. definitely to get on the podcast. And
0: we're, yeah. People need to know the truth. People need to know. They
2: yeah. do. And we're going to bring it to them. They need to know the positive truth. That's mm. right. Yes. The real shit that's yeah, happening. Exactly. And how it positively benefits us. Illegally, but... It's positive. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, guys, we're in QC. Quality control. And I'm sure that there's plenty of biopharmaceutical engineers and scientists that are listening to this podcast, and they want um, things explained more deeply, but they already know. But they want the people to know. But they want the people to know. So I've got a few things from this episode that we were talking about to expand upon, but nothing crazy. Okay. The first one is Operation Warp Speed. What specifically was it, and what were Pfizer's and Moderna's role in Operation Warp Speed? So Operation Warp Speed was started by the U.S. government in April of 2020 to help accelerate the development, manufacturing, and distribution of a COVID-19 vaccine by providing government funding. The initial amount of funding for the program was $10 billion dollars. And it was to provide government funding to private companies. Okay. So basically our tax dollars, which go to fund the government and which right. are then pumped out to these private companies so that they can develop research and develop a vaccine for us. Okay. So major companies such as Johnson and jo- Johnson, Johnson Johnson, AstraZeneca, and Moderna received funding as well as some others from the operation for research. However, Pfizer-BioNTech did not receive funding for research, but they did accept $2 billion from the program in July of 2020 for an order of 100 million doses of the vaccine. So the difference between those other companies such as Johnson Johnson and Moderna was that they got money for research and they're probably also now getting money for vaccine distribution. Right. Whereas Pfizer only accepted money for the vaccine. They didn't take any of the money for to research. fund their research. So one of the things that was happening where <laughs> Pfizer was like, oh, we're not taking money from Operation Warp Speed. Because it be- it kind of became a political thing, too. Sure. Where it was like, um, oh, hey, we don't agree with the... Trump administration or the Republican administration or whatever it may be, they didn't want the, – I, I imagine there's other reasons why they didn't take the money. Right, Probably has to do with the government approvals and certain barriers that then things would have to be looked at and whatever. I'm not an expert in any of that stuff, but just very simply, they did not take money for research, but they did take money – Obviously, for the actual vaccines, once they researched and produced them. Right. Another thing that we talked about were: do blood types matter when it comes to contracting right. COVID nineteen? Now, this is something that is very um, uh, recent. That there there had been talk about blood types being um, prevalent in whether or not. You can contract COVID-19, like are certain people with one blood type more than the others, more likely to test positive or get it, so on and so forth. Now, I just received an email from 23 and me this past week. We're in the first week of February when we we're recording this outro. And they just completed a study based on data from over 750,000 participants where research participants with type O blood were nine to 18% less likely to have tested positive for COVID-19. I
0: haven't got, I haven't tested positive. And I got typo.
2: So that, I mean, <laughs> that, that, lines ta- up. that, 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 that <laughs> lines up. 100% right there. Verifiable. <laughs> I also have typo blood and have not tested positive. I yeah. have
1: typo blood, but I have the antibodies.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, that it generally what that means is that for every 100 people with ab or ab blood who test positive roughly 82 to 91% of people with type o test positive okay. so there's not like this thing where they can specifically say hey if you get type o you're protected from this People with type O blood do test positive, obviously, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, it seems that people with type O blood are testing positive at a slightly lesser rate than that of people with A or AB or or B.
0: Right? Isn't O the it, O is the most popular blood type as well?
2: O positive is the most common blood type, so it it would,
0: if you were to make that um, argument saying like, oh it might not be the most popular that's why they're not getting the most positive results it's the most popular blood type so it the math works out to maybe they are they do have something
2: but it's on a percentage basis it's compared like okay it, it's okay. it's type O compared to all the other blood types they're testing positive at a lesser ri- a percentage, rate. percentage it's, rate it's not just oh more more people have probably tested positive who have type o because there's more people that have type o but
0: at a percentage rate
2: percentage rate it's less than those of the other types which is interesting and i actually did some other than that uh, email that i got from 23andme which they actually have this whole thing where you can plug in all your stats into this calculator that they made based off of people that were in the 23andme database who tested positive for covid They now have like some data that, based obviously based off of the people that have participated in Twenty Three and Me, where you can put in your age, weight, if you have any co-founding, what are those things called?
1: Confounding variables. Uh,
2: yeah, comorbidities, all that, or or whatever. If you have any of that stuff, you can put in all these all this data right into Twenty Three and Me's calculator, and it will tell you how much likely you will be to be hospitalized if you contracted COVID-19 Damn. based upon the data that they collected from the people that participate in 23andMe who's, who got COVID-19 and had similar genetics to you. Interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing that was mentioned during the podcast on the funnier note, was James talking about the South Park episode where Superman is oh,
1: eating
0: stem cells. He's sucking them out of the baby spines.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we didn't mention that it was Christopher Reeve.
0: Yeah, it's Christopher, yes, <laughs> it's
2: Christopher Reeve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Superman dude, he's paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Just snabbing baby spines, sucking
2: yeah. them right out. Exactly. Yeah, so for people that didn't know, that's what he was talking about. And yeah. that was on South Park.
0: Yeah, it's funny.
2: And speaking about stem cells, this is my... Nope, this is not my last piece of QC. Got a couple more. So, stem cell laws in the U.S. are complicated, and we could do a whole fucking podcast. We'll get a stem cell guy on on stem cells, and but we were generally right about the time period in which the stem cell controversies and all that stuff were happening. It was in the early to late two thousands, like two thousand to two thousand nine, essentially. The during the presidency of uh George W. Bush and in the beginning of the presidency of Barack Obama is when a lot of that stuff was prevalent, and it was most specifically to do with embryon, embryonic stem cell research. Yeah, and there were a handful of bills and restrictions that were passed and vetoed, and executive orders that were signed. There's a whole history of it, and I can't even begin to scratch the surface of it here, but. If you're interested in any of that stuff, there's a whole bunch online about that. And like I said, I can't cover it in a QC and do it <laughs> any kind of justice. <laughs> right. But I figured that it should be mentioned because we talked about it a little bit during the podcast and really didn't know much about it. Um, the next thing is loss of smell in people with COVID-19. Yes. Yes. Is there some stuff on that? About 86% of people with COVID-19, lose some or all of their ability to smell. A majority of the people, about 55%, who have this symptom experience a mild form of the disease. Average loss of smell is around 22 days. Wow, that's a and long time. is isn't due to nasal congestion, and scientists actually don't know why it's happening
1: interesting
0: it's probably like a fucking secret worm that just happens to always embed in that one spot your tracking worm once you get it and then for a brief moment once it's situating itself it fucking gets in that spot you lose sense of smell and then your brain will regrow that spot you can learn how to smell again and that tracking brain is always there
1: conspiracies
0: oh you're right and then now you can smell better Okay, so after you lose your sense of smell- 20% increase in smell. Okay, good. Productivity. I like it. I like it. (laughs) For future future bomb sniffing and um, potential hazards down the road that they already know that's going to happen. Truffle sniffing pigs, that kind of stuff. They're training us later down the road.
2: Exactly. I like it. The last one I got is eggs in traditional vaccines.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're allergic to- If you're allergic to eggs, you can't take certain stuff because of why? So most flu shots- and nasal spray flu vaccine
2: is manufactured using egg-based technology because of this dirty egg water they contain a small amount of egg proteins such as ovalbumin and that is right off of the cdc's website um I didn't want to look any further into egg-based technology <laughs> because I imagine it's way more complicated than I would be able it's to explain. It's actually pretty
0: simple. They boil the egg water, <laughs> dirty egg water is in there, they all has always used dirty egg water for their vaccines. It's just how it's done. It's going to stay the same.
1: Sounds pretty simple to me. It's very yeah. simple.
0: Don't worry about it. But
1: that is all I have for
0: the QC. All right, guys. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on everything you listen to our podcasts on. Yeah. Don't forget to review, subscribe, and rate and other stuff on our podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Is that it? Is that all the stuff? I think that's it. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Later. Goodbye. Sausage candles.